Obligated to keep recording these shows because people actually listen to it. Yeah, shout out to our family members who keep listening to our podcast. Yeah, and keep getting the numbers up. (laughs) (laughs) So, how is everyone? I guess it's been two weeks since we first discussed. How are we? How are we feeling about our games currently? Currently, I am feeling awesome. Mm -hmm. My last two rounds have been not only under a hundred, but I cracked ninety. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you cracked 190 in the same round, right? The yes. fir- first time you got it, yeah. I did. It's pretty impressive. That's way better than your 93, Dan. Uh, I think if we looked at the uh, slope and ratings, it wouldn't be. doesn't matter. <laughs> Have you got 89? <laughs> no. What about you, Dan? How are you feeling? Um, yeah, look, I'm probably a bit in the middle. Uh, I had a... Probably one week funk during the last two weeks, um, but now I feel like I'm I'm not far away. I'm having decent rounds with my typical meltdowns, mm-hmm. but only two two whole meltdowns, not three or four. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I'm definitely I've actually practiced a fair bit the last two weeks, um, and it's I'm definitely striking the ball a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just yeah, I'm a mental midget. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can get into that a little bit later. <laughs> Jimbo, how you feeling, mate? Yeah, good. Really good. Do you want to tell the listeners about what happened to you last night? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we maybe start, like, maybe the first week? Yeah, actually, because that's a good point. there has been several yeah. incidents. So, the week before we <laughs> before we did the first podcast, yep. what did you do? Re- re-broke my knuckle on yep. my left hand. Which meant... Couldn't grip a club. Yeah. Tick. And then last night. <laughs> well, then, then then there was last week. Oh, yeah, so the Friday we recorded the first show, I fell off my bike, gone down the mountain and fucked my leg. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You hurt your legs. Second could, tick. If you, could, if couldn't walk. Ding. Two ticks. Yeah. And then last night. Yep. So for the listeners, James and I are coaches. We coach a women's sevens team on a national circuit. Yeah. And last night we were a little bit short on healthy players for this one drill. So James decided to jump in. And after the first rep, I thought to myself, I better get him out because he's a little bit underdone. And what did you a say? Lot, a lot underdone. What did you say? And I politely told you where to go yep. and said that I was fine. And then what happened? About 30 seconds into the second rep, I uh, got shot. <laughs> tore, tore your hamstring? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, went twang. And then tried to play golf this morning? Yeah. Yeah, managed nine of the eighteen mm-hmm. holes, but mm-hmm. had to get a cut. And what do you think? What did you think about his game this morning, Dan? It's the best I've ever seen him play. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> he's, to be fair, he's, he's not far off. But I think we've glossed over the real big news in in James's life. Mm. Two things: a has a driver, mm-hmm. still Ball. hasn't hit the driver out of the middle of the club face yet, but mm-hmm. he's got one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. B, new clubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Kate, talk to us about. The, just quickly, the one lengths. Yep. Just talk to us about them. Talk to us about the concept, why you got them, yep. and how you've been hitting them so far. Yep. Okay. 
so I got them because to add on to my, I guess, one of my original injuries, I have a pretty terrible shoulder. And so swing's not my, swinging's not really my friend. Mm-hmm. So I try to, I saw one links and I was like, oh, just need to figure out one swing and mm-hmm. I'm fine. Uh, so that was the reasoning behind them. And obviously a bit of a Bryson fan. Mm-hmm. Obviously can't hit a bomb like Bryson. Not that he's hitting bombs yeah, at the moment. Neither can he at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so when when they arrived, when they arrived this week, yep. yeah, 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 I uh, unboxed them, and surprisingly, they were all the same length. He mm-hmm. did check them on a number yeah. of occasions, and, and I, yeah. I knew I knew when I unboxed them, they were all going to be the same length. But Aaron was there when I put them on the ground, and they were the same length at a different angle on the face. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I was very confused. I'll support you on that. I did the same thing. I picked yeah. up the four iron and the pitching wedge and was like, nah, this isn't right. Yeah. What uh, what I find interesting though is the first time, you know, took the clubs downstairs to the University of Canberra High Performance Golf Centre yep. um, and James and I are having a go of his new new one lengths and we didn't realise Rushing that them. one length actually means you hit them all the same length. <laughs> <laughs> one distance. Yeah, one distance. So we, we got hit the, the eight iron and the four iron, the same distance. I and, was, it yeah. got to the point and, you know, the balls were shanking all over the place because we're obviously two rubbish golfers and then... It, Everyone has that moment where they start making excuses for themselves. So for me and James, it was I think this golf simulator is broken. <laughs> Definitely the simulator. <laughs> and then uh, then our mate came downstairs, who's a, he's a I think he's a twelve handicap or something like that. Yeah, shout and he's out like, Joby. oh yeah, give me a try. And he's like, no, nah, actually the golf simulator is fine when you're hitting the four iron two hundred and thirty meters and yeah. a meter and a half offline. Yeah, mm. so and we, we were hooking him a good forty five. Yeah, it was, was, mm. was he much- banned after that? Get out. Yeah, we kicked him out of the simulator. He, he basically yeah. just dropped the club like a mic and walked out. Yeah. yeah. Said, no, there's nothing wrong with these. Walked out. Since then, James's ball striking with the one lengths has improved, though. I'll yeah. give you that. No, my ball striking this morning was all right. We spoke a little bit off air. I think it was the sheer fact that I was scared of tearing my hamstring. Again. Even further, that I didn't swing yeah. very hard and just focused on actually hitting the middle of the club, mm-hmm. which paid dividends. Yeah. Can, can you recall the first hit you did with your driver and where it went? Up. I'm pretty sure it went up. So we were there for the first swing of the driver. Oh, yeah, no. At Uwani. So I was thinking yeah. the first hit in the high performance centre. Yeah. If anyone knows Yuani, my first ever hit with it hadn't hadn't hit anything. Straight out of the wrapper, on the first tee, sliced it onto the other side of the ninth, which those who don't know Yuani is a good two fairways yeah, over. That's, that's two fairways <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah. one, ten, then... Yeah, I mean, it went a long way. Just yeah, at a ninety the, degree angle. I mean, the Cobra Speed Zone. Yeah, yeah. ripped it yeah. just the wrong way. <laughs> just <laughs> well, so I I've been a little bit slack in getting out to the course. So I got out today. I had a uh, I had a decent day. So there's some progress which we which we'll talk about a bit later with some of the stuff we were talking about in the last pod. Uh, but I've spent a lot of time in the UC High Performance Golf Centre. and Out of work hours, of course. Yeah, obviously yeah. out of work hours. Yeah. And what I really like about it is all the information that it gives you. So, uh, you know, club head speed, I guess, if you're into that sort of thing, that's fine. But for me, it's uh, the angle at which I'm swinging. So it gives you a degrees, you know, coming in at four degrees left or four degrees right, whatever. So that's the stuff I pay attention to. And then um, 
and then some of the spin rate stuff as well, which I guess is a good segue into our first uh, competition or or part of our first competition, which is the long long drive contest. Uh, Dan came away the winner in terms of he he was able to hit the ball the furthest the first time, but you got to remember that this is about improvement. Yeah, I think I should. I deserve something for winning, to be honest. No, because we, we yeah, yeah. I feel like we didn't we didn't talk about that. that yeah, wasn't we agreed that it was a, a, a competition about improvement. So it's your fault. It's your own fault for swinging the club too hard, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you walked around the office like a champion for mm. a couple of hours. So, so we'll we'll give you the stats. So Dan, he had a two hundred and fifty three meter drive with a swing speed of 107 miles per hour and a spin rate of 1,900, which is, in terms of spin rate with your driver, that's about where you want it. About That's, a, that's almost K-Porn level driving there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's about, you know, that's about where you want it. Uh, I had a drive of 246 metres with a swing speed of 107 miles per hour, but... My spin rate was uh, over 3,500. Oh, fancy that. Imagine if someone had told you that earlier that you spun the ball too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know... You're referring to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? When, I, when I'm driving greens, when I'm hitting, landing the ball on the green, it's going to come in soft. It's not going to run very far. And then you're all going to look silly. And then we had James swinging the club, and he didn't have the speed zone at the time. Yeah. But when, he, when he was swinging the club... They wouldn't even call it the speed zone. They'd call it the school zone because that's how flaccid his swing speed is. <laughs> so James, Nothing more than 40 miles per hour here, mate. <laughs> I, got, I got to rip Dan's uh, Cleveland launch up. It's not too bad. I didn't mind it. So Shout out Cleveland. Yeah. James had a 200... Drum goldfish. James had a 239-metre drive with a swing speed of 94 miles per hour. It was a nice a, layup. Yeah, and a spin rate of 2,200 RPMs. School zone will help that, mate. Yeah. yeah. And look, I think, you know, Aaron... I, I, I was horseshit. Yeah, yeah, we're, right, yeah. We've got yeah. the bandit over here. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hit it very well today. Oh, yeah. I feel I'm like... trying not to swear. It was absolute fucking rubbish. I'm very disappointed in myself. And at this stage, I blame Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron had a 167-metre drive with a swing speed of 82 miles per hour and a spin rate of over 4,000 RPMs. Which is a lot. Shane Warne. Yeah. Shane Warne level. So, I mean, I think Aaron just wins. Yeah, I, that, that, I'm not happy about this. So, for, like, I've seen Aaron hit the ball more, further than 200 metres. So, let's say in the next contest she hits the ball 207 metres, which would be a 40 metre gain in driving distance. Dan, you would have to hit it. You'd have to hit a 300 metre drive, basically. Yeah. You'd have to hit it further than Shane, mate. 294. It's not going to happen. And no, then... No, with that negative attitude. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how, how distance correlates to swing speed, but I feel like there's going to have to be a significant in- increase in swing speed. My first one was 181. It just wasn't within the fairway. The 80-metre fairway. Yeah. Yep. Was it 80? Yeah, 40 each way. 40, 40 each side. side. Obviously, yeah. I'm disappointed in myself, but... Not as disappointed as we are that you hustled the competition. Mm. Did you not see? I tried. I just think we like in hindsight we could have come up with a better way to do this, because it shouldn't be about who hits the best strike on the day. Uh, it should be about who actually improves their drive. And Aaron's going to improve the most. Yeah, I mean, at the end, yeah. of, the, end <laughs> of the day, the three of us are happy because you're going to be standing in the middle of a range and we're going to be hitting you with bombs. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. this is a, I think this is garbage. Yeah, well, did you or did you not agree to this two weeks ago? I didn't realize that I didn't realize that you three would all cheat. <laughs> How long? Oh, actually, sorry, that's, so that's a lie. That's a lie. Wow. James, you didn't wow. tr- cheat. You, you just can't swing a golf. Club. I just haven't. I hadn't had a driver in a good three months. <laughs> if I if I can get my spin rate down under a thousand, I mean under. I mean, under two thousand, then I'm a chance here. I'll go backwards. I, won't, I might not. Nev- I might never hit a two hundred fifty-three meter drive again. Mm. I mean, my current drives are going thirty-nine meters, so <laughs> I've got a good two hundred to make up. Yep, yep. Well, so, so we all kind of spoke last week about, or two weeks ago about, you know, some of the strengths and weaknesses in our games. Generally, the weaknesses were pointed out by our friends in the room. So, Dan, I'll start with you. What? What have you done over the last two weeks, and what you know? What are you tinkering with? What are you working on to try and win this competition? Yep. I uh, well, as I said before, I've actually practiced a fair bit. Like I've been going at a range, high performance golf mm-hmm. center at UC. Um, but the biggest change for me is probably there's been two things. First of all, I probably uh, I changed my grip a little bit. Um, I was having a bit of an issue with hooking my irons pretty severely. Uh, pretty consistently, um, so I, I changed my grip, and that seems to have helped a little bit. Uh, yeah, some, you had the you had the little baby fade going today, and yeah, then it went a little bit further than that. But yeah, every now and yeah. then, I, I, so I still need, I still want to be able to hit a draw because I'm capable of doing it. And like I hit a couple today where it went pretty well, like on the sixth mm. little, little draw to the middle of the green. So that that's been the, the biggest change, probably, is the grip. Yeah, and the second thing, I guess, uh, which I'm actually pretty filthy that no one here has ever told me about previously, is that I realised I was standing way too close to the ball. Um, so I was playing around and then just halfway through decided, um, you know, I'm going to try and stand further away from this thing because I had a bit of a case of the uh, Hosel Shanks. Um, <laughs> I mean, a very, yeah. very large case. Severe. And, like, once I do one of them, the meltdown start. So I, I, I don't know what, yeah, as I said, don't know what happened, but just started giving myself a bit more space, got a bit of a new routine as I as I set up and it, it's paying dividends right now. Of The biggest, uh, I guess the biggest telling factor for me is like those easy, not easy, but the par threes that you should be able to yeah. hit onto the green. Um, I'm actually hitting them onto the green instead of hitting them 90, 90 metres and 90 degrees to the right. Yeah, well, I think on the course today you hit three or four greens and – one of the greens you missed because um, of a of a you were in the middle of a meltdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I melted down um, because yeah, I don't know. So I, because I was so when I stand too close to the ball, I tend to that's when I really go like kind of a out to in swing path to try and mm. make sure I make contact, and that's when I either hosel shank it or just completely kind of slice across it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get rid of that, and then when I do, I should be good to go. Mm. Should be the best golfer in the room, maybe. Yeah, look, I, I just think I think I'm like, yeah, it's, I think I'm getting better now, despite mm. me not scoring better. I think I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Aaron, what about you? Um, the last two weeks, so week one, I would say that I, um, so I played comp at Iwani, had a fair meltdown, <laughs> um, and. I think that my handicap was 23.9. It went up to 25. Oh. Yeah. Um, just rubbish. Just a rubbish day. Um, previously, I'd 
that weekend I had seen Dave for our first lesson. Shout out, Dave. Shout out, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Um, and he just basically changed my changed my swing a little bit, um, which then went on into the longest drive swing. Yeah, because you, you were kind you were kind of in the middle of adjusting that, right? Yeah. So yeah. I got the new got the new swing or the new um, how to help my swing sort of three days earlier, and yeah, that carried over and got my rubbish one sixty seven, which not overly impressed about, but. We move on. Uh, then the next day was comp. Horrible. I don't even know what I got, but it was rubbish. Um, then tried to sell my clubs on Gumtree. No offers, which was yeah. disappointing. <laughs> Too much stink on them, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> uh, and then I actually had to do a quick trip to Bendigo for a wedding and then played golf with a friend, Wixie. Shout out, Wix. If he listens, he will because I'll Love send that. it to him. <laughs> And, um, yeah, got shot 89 at the Belvoir Park. Yeah, um, so it all just kind of came together. Which is a child's course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which Dan still hasn't played and still hasn't got under 90. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and which then, is fair. Yeah, came back to Canberra on uh, Sunday and then had comp on Tuesday and got um, 43 points, ended up winning winning the comp. And my handicap. 30 bucks. Yep, 30 mm. bucks into the account. And my uh, handicap's gone down. And what's it sitting at right now? 21.7. So I've dropped 2.2. 2.2 bananas. Mm. All right. Jimbo, what are you working on? Uh, Well, obviously we've discussed my lack of ability to get on a course and play proper golf. Yep. Uh, And Are you working on that or? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, okay. yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've definitely Googled a physio. (laughs) <laughs> but that's as far as I've got uh, No, so really working on my upper body I guess and that aspect of the swing So trying to get more control through my wrists And a little bit more rotation through my wrists Because obviously I don't have great rotation through the rest of my body mm-hmm. Or any rotation Yep, that's mm-hmm. fair I'll, Yep That's uh, why yeah. you got that half swing Yeah Yep Yeah. So uh, yeah, just trying to work on getting the middle Like getting that Middle of the club feel with my hands and then once the rest of my body gets back into gear, I can really start to rip it all into motion. But I think the, the two of you this morning would say my ball striking has improved. Yeah, I think the one lengths have definitely helped you. and A, a real club. And a, well, and I th- But I think, <laughs> I think your point earlier about trying not to hit the cover off the ball because you were concerned about your leg falling off, that has clearly helped you keep the ball moving straight. As well. Yeah, because I'm not swinging over the top of it or, or chopping down inside it yep. and spraying it left or right. And not playing with the driver. Um, yes, I didn't play with the driver today. Yeah, yeah. and look, I, I give you crap all the time, but it's easier to keep irons in play, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's definitely a method like... I'm, I'm interested to go around and play with no driver myself mm. at some point. Um, but the I feel other, like we should do three sticks and a putter. Mm. Maybe that's a challenge. So we, we pick three clubs and a, a three clubs plus a putter. Any three. You want the driver in the bag, you can have it in the bag, or you cannot. I think, um, Jimbo, me, me and you had a conversation the other day, which I'd like to touch on. Because um, I asked Jimbo, oh, you know, what are you going to do to try and, get, try and get better? And then he said, oh, I'm just, just going to practice. And then I said, oh, yeah, what about lessons? He's like, no, no, I'm not going to get lessons. 
uh, and I think I said something along I the did, lines. I did say that, can confirm. I think I said something along the Didn't lines. you say that on the podcast? Yeah, he did, yeah. but I thought he was like kidding himself. So yeah. I said, oh, yeah, if you don't get lessons, yeah. you have zero chance of winning this competition. Tell us tell us why you don't think you need golf lessons. <laughs> exactly. I can't remember exactly what I said to you, that, but it would have been something along the lines of, I don't need someone to tell me what I'm doing wrong. No, no, I believe it was something along the lines of, I don't need a coach because I'm already a great skills coach. I did say oh. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, I said no, something. Okay, yeah, oh, no, yeah. No, no. I know what you're talking about now. I know what you're talking about. And yeah, I yeah. said something along the lines of, that's fine. You're actually not an expert at golf. Like, trust me. Uh, <laughs> yet you think you can teach yourself better than a golf professional can. I mean, that's not really the point I was trying to make. But the point I was trying to make is that I think I can break down my swing and teach myself skill execution better than me paying someone else to do it. I mean, I want to come back to this. <laughs> it's just like a ludicrous. Just, yeah. It's yeah. like there's a lot of anger in the room. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but, it, but if you balance it with it's costing me nothing to try and teach myself versus paying a lot of money to try and get somebody else to teach me, yes, them for $0 would be better than me for $0. Like 100% agree. <laughs> But it's pretty easy for me to balance the equation. So your your whole argument is around the cost benefit yeah. cost benefit analysis. 100%. It's why I don't go to the physio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. saying it's sound why logic, but it's my logic. Yeah. I guess you can but teach yourself the skill of uh, treating a torn hamstring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a skill. I'm already working on it. Okay. Well, so I've uh, last last time on the podcast I spoke about uh, needing more rotation. I've started doing that. Aaron was actually nice enough to let me borrow a video that Jan Leg had put together. Shout on, out to Legs. Yeah. Ooh. Shout out to Jan. I didn't think we were sharing Jan Legs. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know what's this going on here? either. So yeah, I well, think there's a bit of collusion hang, going hang on, on at the table. I think, so what's happened what is now? Jan knows my hatred for mobility. Dan? Yep. What? <laughs> hatred for Dan. <laughs> Unbelievable. She knows my <laughs> hatred for mobility. And when she used to make me do partner stretches, I yep. would get very angry. Mm-hmm. Worse than being hangry. Like I just, mm. I hated it. And so I believe she tagged me in this video on Instagram as a joke. Yep. And I'm like, Liam said that he actually wants to get a bit, be like a bit of a pretzel. So yep. I may flick it through. Yep. Don't get defensive. I can flick it through to you guys too if you want. No, don't. Nah, it's fine. Because I need it. I need it. I'll teach myself. It's my teach myself. <laughs> So uh, no, but sh- shout out Jan Leg. Yeah, shout out Legs. So that's what I I have been working on some of that upper body rotation, and it's backfired on me a little bit, and it's backfired because now I've created the room on the inside of the ball, but I'm still swinging on a right to left swing path, so instead of slicing the ball now. I pull everything 40 metres to the left. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you ripped some dead straight bombs hard yeah. left today. So when you slice the ball, two things happen. One is that your club face is open in in line with your swing path. So you, you, And the other thing that happens is you swing from right to left. So when you hit the ball, you put... A significant amount of side spin on it and it works to the right. So I've solved one of those problems, which is my club face is now in line with my swing path. 
And now that I am swinging with more rotation and and more freedom, unfortunately, the ball is going way to the left. But it's straight. So you're too much of a pretzel. (laughs) Well, I said I was going to do one Pilates session. I've done half a dozen stretching sessions in the last two weeks working on that on that upper body and, and hip mobility. And so now... So you've done five too many. I've done too many. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about sessions, Ooh. I feel like it's going to be this side of the table Ooh. versus this side of the table. Boom. So we're two weeks in. How many comps have you played? Uh, I'm at least three. Yeah. I'm two. Where are we over there? I've played one. I'm Today. Eight. I'm I'm happy for a group consensus, but I'd say half. We didn't score. That's a zero. A quarter. (laughs) (laughs) So I was working out the other day that we have to play in 28 comps. Mm -hmm. So one a week. We'll finish that in what? Three weeks? (laughs) Basically, (laughs) by the end of April, Jacko and I are done. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to be pretty boring (laughs) for you guys. (laughs) I'm just going to keep adding to my $30 total. Yeah. So we said that there's a catch up. Like obviously I know that you guys had work last weekend, but is there a penalty for getting a certain amount of competitions behind? Because you don't want to be taking four weeks annual leave so you can travel around Canberra to play 28 (laughs) 28 comps in a month. But is that the penalty? Like, so if you if you, if we're a week to go and the minimum the minimum requirement is twenty eight and you have nine, I mean, you're playing in every comp in Canberra, <laughs> playing every comp in New South we, Wales. We could do if, if you get five comps behind you, lose five meters on your longest drive. Oh, like okay, things Ooh. like that. All of a sudden, everyone just starts what not not playing comps. Oh, you can't play any less comps, but that'll help you, won't it? Oh, sorry, you mean, add, you mean next time? So add on five meters to your original score. So okay. or take five meters off your final. I actually score. think I've thought about this. Oh, 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 wow. okay. oh, oh! I didn't this even, I didn't even yeah, create yeah. this. Okay. I think there should be no requirement to play in a comp every week. But well, we already set. I mean, the terms. that was definitely. I mean, this that, is that the was second week. thing. You- yeah, I hear is, but like, what, so part of my issue is that I play too much. Like, I, or, as we've already said, I don't. I never practiced previously. I played too much. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what if I wanted to go away and just like get in the lab for four weeks, just you know, perfect that swing? Don't take it to the course. I just want to be in the high performance golf center. Well, then you, but then you got to then you, that's fine. Do that, but then you got to come back and play and make it up. Okay, that's fine with me. Cause I'm already like three ahead. So, <laughs> but I mean, that, that, <laughs> that was a pointless discussion. No, yeah. So in a competition that has no rules, there was one rule, yeah. and it's a comp a week. Yeah. Yeah. Or. 28. Okay. So so we're agreeing on the 28 minimum? Well, see, so for the time frame that we've discussed, six months, it's 28. Yeah. Zach, is there 28 weeks? Yes. Okay. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean know, that was like, better than my math. And then I was week. actually thinking about it because I was, had a bit of time in my 13-hour return trip from Bendigo. Mm. Like, what are we doing for our breakup? Well, hopefully, because obviously, we're hopefully hitting bombs at Dan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After a few bus rosés. Yeah. For the for the listeners, uh, bus rosés are watermelon cruises. Yeah. Yep. 
that's gluten that's free. They're classy. Yeah. I well, know, the, I was just I thought about it and I was like, I mean, we could invite Dave. Yep. Doug. Yep. Jan Leg. Legs. Yep. I mean, just the three people. And the so other far. and <laughs> and the other four listeners we have. Yep. Yep. They the could all come. Family. Mm-hmm. So is it a blame it on the bogey golf day? Yeah, I'm thinking blame it on the bogey golf day. Yeah, Corporate okay. golf day. Yeah. Okay. We we raise money for us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it ends up just us playing golf and yeah. playing ourselves. But I think that's a good idea, right? So, and I guess may, maybe we do pick a, a golf-related charity or some kind of not-for-profit that, you know, may, maybe we donate some money to, um, you know, getting women into golf because that – that that's that's something that you know, Aaron. You know, maybe you can talk a little bit about this. But one of the one of the things I see as a real detriment to the game moving forward is that often you walk into a clubhouse and all you see are middle aged white male faces, and it, it's like it's like anything. If you're if you're a young woman who who's potentially looking for something relatively low impact, you know, a social game. Golf can provide that given the right environment. And I think golf, if it's going to survive long-term, needs to be a little bit more open to that kind of thing. And maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, Yuani and some of the stuff that the, the, that the female golfers are doing there to try and encourage new members and, and engage the, the female golfers in, in the club and, and, and in playing more and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, Yuani's glorious. Like, I sort of got a obviously came across from Lakes to Iwani where um, got contacted probably within the week by the mm. women's team captain who wanted to play play 18 holes and I had to explain to her that I was rubbish. <laughs> um, which she was like, oh, that's okay, you know, you know, just want to get to know you and whatever. And honestly, the women at Iwani are lovely. Mm. You can put your name down... Um, Obviously, Tuesday, Thursday is women's comp. Put your name down and everyone is just lovely. And it's so intimidating because, you know, I think I started at 39, mm. handicap. You put your name down for comp and you're like, oh, like yeah. I'm going to be with these amazing – everyone is amazing at golf. Mm. They're not. And, you know, if, they, if you want a couple of tips, they'll give you a couple of tips. And I spoke to my dad about it and he was saying how – you know, you'll get annoyed because you'll be playing with older women mm. who can hit the ball straight, but it's 100 metres. Mm. And that's exactly what they do, and they'll beat me every week. And But they're just lovely. We had a new members' day where they explained Stableford, and then we all went out and played nine holes, came back and had a couple of beers and some lunch. Love that. Um, but, yeah, they do a lot of ladies' open days for all the, around the, all the golf courses around mm. Canberra, so... A couple of weeks ago, we went to Royal, had a meltdown at that course, never <laughs> want to go back, wanted to burn it down. <laughs> Took me eight shots to get out of the bunker on the on our last hole. Okay. Um, still haunts me. Again, nearly gave up golf, but there's heaps. There's like Goulburn, there's Queenby and Ioannia having a women's day and it mm. gives you the opportunity to meet new people and go to clubs that you might not have gone to. But we have our... Um, Club champion, I think, is 18. Yeah, Taylor Ellums. Yeah, I just, especially after, you know, corona and everything's happened, I'm assuming that those girls would have been going to college. But yeah. 
I think that's um, right, yeah. Yeah, so I feel bad for for them. I don't know what the, you know, amateur tours like around Australia or how it is that they go about, you know, getting I think I think or, they have I think they have a like obviously being amateur self-funded. I think there's a way for you to qualify for the Australian amateur and then the winner of that or the top players in that then qualify for the Australian Open as amateurs and then you do well there. There's a roadmap then to get a tour card. Um, but it is challenging, you know. The, and, I, and I, Yeah, amateur golf in Australia is, is challenging, particularly if you're not going to go that American college route um, because you do have to self-fund. So you get, you, get an, you get a US scholarship. You don't have to pay for anything. You've got swing coaches. You've got a high-performance golf set, a simulator. You know, if you go to Stanford, you can probably give Tiger Woods a call and you know, he would come in and, and do some work with you. I, I don't know. But, um, you know, what? like one of the biggest challenges I see golf having is attracting young people, particularly young women, and then hanging on to them. Like in Australia, I think the, the, stats, the stats say that over the last 10 years, each year we've had like a 2 or 3% decrease in participation in golf just across the board. And there's tons, particularly regional golf courses, you know, out in Dubbo, Central West, New South Wales, far north Queensland that have had to close because of lack of lack of lack of members. So one thing that I think I would like to achieve with this podcast is to show people that it's fun. That even if you're not good at it, even if yeah, even if it takes you six hours to walk around the course, there is still, there is still a roadmap for you to get involved in this game and have a lot of fun and a hundred balls. Yeah, I reckon the key, like the key thought for me, is there's always somebody worse than you are. <laughs> like the, most people that are probably at our level are, are probably the same. If you're playing with the total strangers, there's nothing more intimidating than that first shot off the tee. Ah, uh, yeah, but like. And it was for me, like my first comp, I was terrified. I was like, oh, this is, I'm going to shank this for sure. And then you're like, you, you'll slice it, but you'll be like, oh, at least I made contact. Like, <laughs> so, right, right. <laughs> like, honestly, that's what I'm like sometimes yeah. in, in comp off the first tee. Like, so, like, there's, there's no way that you're going to come and swing in a comp and they're going to go, well, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. Because it's, it's definitely not. Well, and, that, and unfortunately, that's the perception. You, you know, you get up there and you shank one into the bushes. Oh, they're going to laugh at me. Yeah, they're not. No, no we, we laugh not. at each other, but yeah, definitely yeah. not at strangers. But that's like the same with Kelsey. She's like, oh, they're all just everyone's going to be such a good golfer. I'm like, there are some good golfers, but they're not going to judge on how you hit. They're not going to laugh. They're not going to like they the the women that you want. You just generally happy to be out playing golf mm. and love that they're attracting new members and want to keep them. Mm. So w- I think our memberships are up in April. April, I think. April, yeah, March, end of March. March. April. End like, of March I'll definitely yeah. be rejoining you, Arnie, yeah. because of how that, welcoming that of and the group of, yeah. Well, I mean, you like them so much that you actually never play golf with us anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's true. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Do you want, should Liam and I just leave the room? Yeah. <laughs> you took right. you took Carmel must be a great yeah. person because yeah. I haven't seen Aaron since last time we recorded this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's true. Didn't we? 
I thought we, we played literally last. Oh, I've tried to erase that whole. Thing <laughs> in my mind. Yeah. Although you, I will say that you do ask me to play on a Friday. Yeah. Which I I work so, and Saturdays you only just won't let me book in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got that six day membership. Yeah. Yeah. You got to okay. upgrade your membership because the, that annoys me. Because there's been there's sometimes that we <laughs> want to play on a Saturday and you're like, yeah, I can't register, which is dumb. That's, also, that's you want you want fix your fix your shit. Like if someone <laughs> from shout, a di- out, yeah, if someone from a different club can register to play in a comp on Saturday, then somebody who's just not a Saturday member should be able to register. Get it together. And what yeah, you just want to just pay it? Yeah, just pay, pay just, normal just pay the normal yeah. comp fees. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. And I, like, and I had to pay it anyway, which is fine. I don't have mm. an issue with that. But he's like, oh well, you're not playing in comp. I'm like, what are you? mean like i'm here i'm booked into a slot i've paid to play comp and you're not letting me play comp yeah it's <laughs> true. because you can't work out that computer however yeah. i did hear so where Yuani's going across to my school yeah it is and they are updating their website which will allow Ooh. us to book in for social golf so online you know, love yep. that yeah shouts to my school it's, yeah the, the Yuani's booking system like i love Yuani. it's from the 1930s it's ridiculous <laughs> Yeah. What is it, paper? Yeah, it basically <laughs> is. You, you call up and they write your name down in a, in a book, like, get it together. Yeah. Speaking of you, Arnie. Big news here. Ooh, okay. I news. mean, I've got new clubs, got a new driver. How could we forget? Yeah. Got a new... Me- You're a member? Now of officially oh. a member. Yeah. Yeah. On your Jimbo. Only took me, what was it, three and a half, four months to sort that out? I was yeah. actually But we're back, baby. We're back. I was actually going to do a bit of a, okay, two weeks have gone, ballpark, what has everyone spent? But I think you take the cake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. mine has just been mainly the driving range, which can get like I've been to the range probably in the last two weeks, maybe five times. Wow, that's a hundred bucks. Yeah, like it gets expensive. Yeah, which it is does. like there shouldn't be that much to use a driving range. I don't think um, that's why the UC High Performance Golf Center is good because because obviously now I've got two yeah, simulators yeah, up we, and running. We work yeah. there, so it's free and it's and like, a pitch and putt. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's going to so, be some. So I mean, way. if you if you if you count, I guess for the listeners, one one of the projects that I was uh, put on by our boss was to put together this high performance golf center. So if you include the cost of that in my <laughs> in my bag, yeah, we're up to twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so I'm second. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, but I, I probably won't spend any more money on anything. Maybe just more Greg Norman polos, but that's about it. Well, let's go back to this. Like, Aaron, you've had two lessons now then. Like, can you comment on James thinking that he can teach himself better than a professional can? I mean, again, that's not exactly what I said, but I'm <laughs> sake of the <laughs> argument, happy uh, with it. Yeah. I don't, look, I, I mean, I don't know if he can stop being injured for 28 yeah, good point. Pumps. Good point. So... Like the, the back I don't end know of, if it, yeah, yeah. I don't the know back end of the comment I made to you was that in footy, like Some aggressive pointing happening here. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put that away. The point was I made that I like if I don't think I'm the best person to coach a player a skill, then there's no point in me coaching them. I'll just send them somewhere else. So if I can get that in my head with golf, which I agree with you, one on one, no cost involved, I'd be smoked by a professional every time. But that weighs into the CBA. But the return on investment, yeah, Jimbo. It's ludicrous. So you're well, doing what? a cost-benefit analysis. 
But why is it ludicrous? You have no chance to win this competition if you don't get a lesson. Zero chance. You know that's only going to make now him not want to get a lesson right, more. Now he's not going to get a lesson. <laughs> and he's going to come last. Like, there's no way if you but don't get a lesson. It, I mean, at the end of the day... Have you seen his pegs, though? This, could, this, right could, this could actually be high-level strategy from Dan. He's playing into my stubbornness. Yeah, he's, really, he's really concerned that he might lose, so he's, he's baiting Jimbo into not... Having a lesson. Also, you, also, what if I could figure out a way to have lessons without paying for them? It, so if you were so good at teaching yourself, why have you been playing golf for a year and you're still no No, good? but I didn't say... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I'm so good at, at coaching myself. But I, I think I can get there. I guess we'll revisit this in six yeah, months when you we'll come see. last. I mean, probably ne- the next time we record because you'll still be upset about it. Everyone listening to this at home, all 23 people that have listened to the podcast, they think you're an idiot for this. I guarantee it. <laughs> you know what? There's probably only yeah. three of them that I know, so I don't really care. <laughs> well, do you, have, do you have a university degree? I do. Oh, interesting. So you paid other people to teach you. You could have just taught yourself. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but I couldn't because I needed an accredited. I see what you're doing, but I needed an accredited degree. It's a heavy mic. I don't want to drop the mic. I don't yeah, know what it's worth. Yeah, you yeah. Yeah. Drop it. So, Aaron, what do you think about? You've had two lessons. Give me, give me your thoughts. Like, has it helped you? Obviously, you've scored a 95 and an 89 since after never breaking 100. Thank you for acknowledging. Um, mm. Um, on the kids course because one of the things I hear about lessons all the time <laughs> is I, I don't want them to try and like rebuild me so like you're not going to become you know Tiger Woods overnight they, they think that they're going to completely change your swing is that has that happened for you or is it more um, no he's basically he has changed my swing I do suffer from chicken wing and I will say that chicken wings are for eating, not for golf. You do make um, great chicken that. wings. I, mm. I'm not bad on the chicken wings. So um, ch- chicken winging, chicken winging, chicken wing is where your elbow, so your trail elbow, so right arm, left, gets a yeah, gets away from the body, right? So it's so your my front. Le- it's you, my front. I get front a front wing. wing. Yeah, oh, front you get wing. a front wing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Taste that. Yeah. Front yeah. wing. Front wing. So um, you're gluten free. Oh, I see. Yes. So as you're coming. Through your bending, yeah, right, okay. Yep, so it's and going up above my shoulder. Yeah. And so, have you got drills to work on that now, or is it just I do have you just think work. about it? I have drills to work on it. He, yeah, I do. I've got some drills to work on it, and I know the feeling now when I do it. I yeah. So I have a I have a comment on the question you asked about. Oh, I don't want a a pro to come 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 in and re retool everything. Do you guys know who Jack Nicholas is? Yes. No. Yes. You don't know who Jack Nicholas is. So Jack Nicholas is arguably the best golfer ever. I think Tiger probably has usurped him, but he still has the the Jack still has the record for most major wins. Every year at the start or in his preseason, at the start of the the season, he would go back to his coach and he would ask his coach to teach him the fundamentals of a swing like as if he was teaching a, a child. So take it right back to the basics and let's start from there and let's work forward from that. So I know I know personally that some of the stuff that I do, uh, particularly around my grip, um, is not conventional 
but it works for me. But I know that if I go to a pro, what they'll do is look at some of that and go, well, here are two or three things that we can tweak to make it more consistent because that's my issue. Mm. And that's what Dave does. Like he just said, what we'll do is we'll just change this part of your swing. Yeah. And yeah, it took me a little bit. I think the first week it was I was too bent over. My knees were bent and I was my hin- like where I was hinging, it was too far forward. Um, so we got me to stand up straight. Now, I probably took it too literal on standing, standing up straight. straight. Yeah, mm. and wasn't hinging so I was topping the ball. But now I know, okay, well, yes, I can give myself a bit more room, hinge a bit more, and now, like, I am striking them well. Like, I'm... Well, you won a comp. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so... 30 bucks. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not on. It should definitely have been more than that, but... I'm just happy I won. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Play on. So, yeah. But, yeah, he did just give a couple of things each lesson and just go away and practice with him and he's given us a couple of drills and, yeah. And I, and I think that's that's good coaching to me is picking something or, you know, a couple of little things that we can tweak to make to make you more consistent or to, to, to allow you to achieve the outcome that you want. I, I can't see a pro in the world looking at your swing and going, that's fucking rubbish. Let's start again. I just can't see that happening because that's not going to be fun. That's not going to be fun for anyone. <laughs> it's not going to be fun for the pro. It's not going to be fun for the player. So I don't like that comment. I know no, it's not your. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. it's not your comment, but I know I've, he- I've heard that comment before. Yeah, because yeah. people think they're going to come in and just break your whole thing down. Like yeah. you've kind of got your swing. Like it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so they, they, I guess they try and improve it rather than yeah they try and like improve it rather than start from scratch and the the other thing is if you get overloaded with too much information you're not coming back no that's totally like yeah you're dead the lessons are done so are we are we comfortable just revisiting at an earlier point blame it on the bogey golf day and we identify uh not for profit or go to golf australia and go this money for this Golf day, we're going to donate towards some kind of campaign to get more people, young people involved in golf. Well, what about like if, if, if becoming a golfer in Australia is really hard, do we try and sponsor that chick from Ioani if she's having to pay for her own yeah, stuff to get around? I, wouldn't, I actually like wouldn't mind. Or both. So this is, a re- this is a really interesting point because the US Golf Association just changed their stance on amateur golfers. They are now able to take sponsorship money. That's good. I mean, realistically, we're going to make what like five hundred bucks, but <laughs> like it, it'd be cool because it would get super expensive trying to travel around and play golf. Just, yeah, well, yeah. and I think even the entry fees, like I'm sure you could look it up on Golf Australia's website, but I think even the entry fees are in the thousands. You know, have you played with this chip? dollars? No, I was up in Townsville when um, the when Yuani had a had a. I'm not, I can't remember what the comp was. It might have been Christmas Day. Mm. And she sat on, I want to say it was the 17th, and you could pay her $2 to hit your shot for you. Yeah. She, yeah, I think she put yeah. it on the, in the hole. Oh, sorry, not in the hole. She put it on the green every time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, I, I've, I've never played with her. I've heard that she's lovely. and I, well, I think we need to, to get her on the pod after we get around with her. I think so. Yeah. Okay, let's let's do that. So let's blame it on the bogey golf day. 
Date to be confirmed. We will do it at Yuani because that's where we all play. Featuring Dave the Pro. All, all members and, and now. Doug Doug from, yeah, Doug from yeah, Drummond. From Drummond. Probably could get a few people. They don't know they're coming yet, but we'll uh, get them in. Yeah, yeah. The, the information for that will go up on thecover.com.au and through our Instagram feed, I guess. And I'll speak to the ladies of Yuani. Yeah, see what we can come up with. So before we finish up, I would like everyone to just quickly go around the room and tell me what their handicap is because we haven't we haven't really spoken about that yet and whether their handicap has gone up or down since their last round. So Jimbo, how about we start with you? I mean, surprisingly, mine's not fluctuated. Uh, okay. So twenty eight point six point seven, one of those. Yep. I'm just trying to keep it high and then just just bring it down all at once. Big roller coaster. At the yeah. End. Okay. All right, yeah. Aaron. 21.7. And? I have gone down from 23.9, I think. Oh. So 2.2 bananas down. Love that. Love that. Dan? Mine is, I'm just checking, and it's actually changed again today. Oh. Um, 27.1, which is, <laughs> I believe, <laughs> 0. <laughs> point, uh, <laughs> 0.2 higher than when we started. Oh. <laughs> hey, that, that's all right because mine, yeah, mine went up to 25 last yeah, okay. week and then came back down again. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> <laughs> so I've remained the same, 19.8. So my round this morning. Well, I guess if you never play comps, that's yeah, what happens. That's, like, if you just I don't mean, do at least anything. we're in there having a go. Yeah. Have you checked it again today? Yeah. I just if I, if I wasn't rudely interrupted, my round this morning – where I scored 31 points, uh, 13 on the front and 18 on the back, hasn't affected my handicap. I don't think it's been... Oh, yeah, it has. Yeah, mine has. <laughs> I'm looking at it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, so I apologise because I, I kept refreshing it. I refreshed it just before and it didn't come up. Mm. So, apologies. Did Jimbo's change after his... It just said not applicable. Yeah. No, he's yeah. same. Okay. Yeah. Didn't have my card in. Yeah. Oh, well, yep. chin up next time. All right, well, that's it. Episode two, done and dusted. We'll be back in two more weeks. And hopefully, some of us have improved or not. Or, or played golf. Unless they've got their <laughs> shit together. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably have my own YouTube coaching channel up by then. So it'll be good. My handicap will probably be 45 because I'm playing off the Blues tomorrow in the club champs. In the yeah, good luck. <laughs> whatever it is, the, the stroke luck. competition. So Good luck yeah, with that. Good luck. Good luck to Dan. The only 35 handicapped golfer with yeah. a podcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be jelly. Thanks to Doug Hogan. Thanks to Drum and Golf Fishwick. Thanks to Dave. Thanks Shout to the Yuani Golf Club. Thanks to thecover.com.au. Thanks to Legs. Thanks to Jan Legs. Shout out Jan Legs. And thank you guys. Thank you. All 12 of you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. On the track. On the track. On the track.